you're uh, watching, we're together. If you're listening, we're also together. Like in we're the back. <laughs> in the same in the same spot. <laughs> so it's pretty wild and crazy. Um, just like our lives recently. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. But someday you'll find out. <laughs> find out what? <laughs> the secret we hold. <laughs> secret to the universe. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, we're uh, I'm Champ Champenstein. This is the comic book bone zone nine. Ten. Ten. Ten or eleven. Ten and eleven, probably, because... Mm-hmm. I mean, we should call this 10.5 because we're smashing a couple weeks together mm-hmm. here. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. why I'm still on. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, so, 10.11. I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather Hadfield. And this is the Talk Comics to Me business. The, the Mega Bone Zone. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> 10 boners up. <laughs> I'm going to (laughs) go. Okay. I have this book. Uh, We don't have the... Oh, yeah. It's been so long. I have it upstairs. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I have this book. It's a Source Point Press book called Ethers. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. It's... That's how... Hold it up there so you can see. Ethers. Ether. I just thought ether because... Yeah, that's what I thought too. Ethers. Um, Anyway, this is uh, written by... Anais Abdulhaq and uh, art by Dennis Minhir, I believe. Um, from what I understand, it is a book about a uh, girl who dies and she's making her way through purgatory. Um, the art in this, I just, I absolutely love the colors and stuff, the way that it looks. It's just very, very pretty. And I am going to go back and read it again because I just. I don't feel like I fully absorbed what I was supposed to the mm-hmm. first time. I keep giving it like purple. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, see, it's just a very, very pretty book. So I am going to go back and read it again because, yeah, I don't feel like I appreciated it the first time I read through it. So it's just a one shot. Mm-hmm. No commitments. Just read. <laughs> no commitments, just read. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> On that, I have... <laughs> uh, this is Pee Pee Poo Poo number 69. This is by Carolyn Cash. And this is just kind of a take on, like, R. Crumb and 1960s, like, underground comics. Um, I just... It looks great. It's all in, uh, I guess, black and grays and whites. But looks great. I thought it was pretty funny. I really enjoyed myself. It was slightly strange to have like Chris look at me and be like, "What is that you have in your hands?" That's pee pee poo poo. Yeah, it's like it's pee pee poo poo, and it's a lot of fun. I had a great time. I'm glad I picked it up. It was, um, it is a silver sprocket book, and it is ten dollars. But there is a limit of two thousand prints. So that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. That, but it's a pretty funny book. I would suggest it. Pee pee poo poo. <laughs> Number sixty nine. Number sixty nine. Um, and then next I have the forged. This is issue number one. Uh, this is by Greg Rucka. Sorry, I did not look at the 
Eric Trot Trotman and Mike Henderson. I this is pretty like pretty deep sci-fi stuff. Um, some sexy ladies, some sexy buff ladies. Oh, hell yeah! Uh, looks really great. Mm -hmm. I just was not in the mood for like sci-fi, this sort of sci-fi. So I didn't super enjoy it, but I feel like if you like that sort of things, it would it would be worth it. It's a thick book. It's a thick. It's a okay. really thick book. Okay. There was a lot to the story. So I like. I don't know. I've just had a lot going on with school and reading. So I just kind of wanted, like, my mind wasn't ready for that. And I think if I were in a different headspace, it'd be more fun. But is it just, is it a series or is it just a one shot? Uh, no, it's definitely a series. Oh, okay. There'll, there'll be more than one. Okay. And I, I can't... said number one. I just couldn't, I didn't know. Yeah, no. And I'm not sure how many issues it will be, but. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. It says it's a adventure sci-fi space opera on the back. So if that's what you're looking for, mm -hmm. definitely go for it. It looks nice. Like I said, lots of sexy ladies in there. Um, next I have Pop's Chocolate Shop of Horrors. This is just a one-shot from Archie Horror. It's strange because I don't normally get these and you get some of these. Yeah, sort of I, I normally... I haven't been I, getting the one-shot, so for some reason, even though I, I really like the Archie Horrors. Yeah, I just... Uh, I was really enamored with, like, this cover and the main cover. They're both really good. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like a, a little shop of horrors. <laughs> yeah. So this is just a story about uh, Pop and a couple of kids who try to dine and dash, and he keeps them there, and, like, they hear creepy stories about, like, Pop's diner. and oh. I just made the connection with the name and what I just said, too. Yeah. I'm a bit slow, but it looks nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just little, like, three three or four little stories in there. Nothing to it. Okay. Fun little read. Okay. So next we have The Neighbors. This is issue number one. Uh, this is by Jude Ellison Doyle, uh, Lizita Canisi. Canonici. Canonici. And Alessandro Santoro. Um, this is a this is like a changeling horror story. Yes, um, I do have to say, like I was telling you, like the how it starts. I thought it was going to be like way different. Mm -hmm. I loved, loved like the border and stuff. Like, yeah, and of course, I really like this artist too. So that's part of why I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a try. But it's just, it's about a family who moves into a, a new home in like a, a small town, I guess. I don't know if it's a small town or if it's just like out. Yeah. Um, but they end up having strange neighbors. Yeah. Not much to it. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't, I wasn't really drawn in by this first issue. Like the end was like intense I suppose but I don't know I suppose if you keep getting it I'll probably like read your copy before I put it in your pull file mm -hmm. I think I did end up adding it so you might as well just uh, yeah. do that because I, I am curious about it like I do want to know like where the story is going to go because mm -hmm. I, I solved it right away when that little girl steps and breaks the circle yeah I knew it I was like okay so it's fairies cool <laughs> But yeah, we'll we'll see. 
Whether it's a changelings. Well, I mean, changelings are dropped off by fairies. But you don't have to go that far. (laughs) Let the people figure it out themselves. Next we have Nottingham. This is uh, Tales from Nottingham. Sorry, this is issue number two. These are just like a series of one-shots. Um, this one's by Anna Everett's and Gabriel Sarah. Uh, and Josh Jensen does the colors, and Justin Birch does the letters. Uh, you got information yes. on this? Yes, so I, I did. Are you pulling it up? Yeah, so. I've I've been taking notes every issue so that I don't like forget what happens because it is, I guess, historically told. So it's easy to let things like slide through the cracks. Yeah. But give it to us. Uh, in 1192, Prince John's England uh, hunting on the Crown's land is a crime. So the Sheriff of Nottingham is commanded to investigate uh, a grisly murder, and he gets wrapped up in a dangerous game. But it's like, uh, pretty much it seems like it's going to be leading into the third story arc of Nottingham. So Cool. That's all I got. Yeah, I mean, I like I like the twist of the story and like mm-hmm. when the guy escaped, that was pretty, pretty intense. And I mean, it's like with all of the issues of this so far, and even like the main series, like the art is really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know, the way the characters are drawn is like really gross. <laughs> I felt like there was like I read that first issue of uh, Nottingham or mm-hmm. the first or second, and the like jail seemed scene seemed fairly parallel to those like first couple issues. Mm-hmm. So that was like interesting. Yeah, it's just I really like these stories, and I'm just I'm really happy with it. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Oh god, okay. Um, <laughs> I have this book called Dead Romans. This is issue number one. This is Fred Kennedy and Nick Marinkovich. Um, I'm going to be 100% completely honest. I'm going to bare my soul here, let you guys know how I really feel. I have no idea what's going on in this book. <laughs> the I, I love the art for it, but I think that's what made it so confusing. Like, it looks really, mm-hmm. really, really cool. Very into it. So f- this is what I'm understanding, and I'm, I think I'm completely wrong on it. Um, there is a Roman army, and they are traveling uh, a man within the Roman army has a slave, essentially. I don't know what it, I don't know what she is. It's that's what she seems like. Okay. Um, but he's you know in love with her, and you know they they like to sleep together and stuff. And he gives her his sword, and uh, is like, I want you to be safe. Like he knows something's gonna happen, and then all of a sudden the German army comes through and slaughters everyone. Okay. Um, but then there's a man, like I was telling you, the man looks exactly like the man. Yeah. They look exactly alike, and he's looking for the woman. Okay. But, uh, I don't know, it's just very strange. It's just a journey of this man killing Romans and stuff and trying to find his woman who has his sword. Okay, okay. <sighs> I don't I don't like it. Okay, <laughs> I wanted so badly to like it, but it's I don't I don't understand it. Like again, the art is really cool. The idea for the story would be cool if it was more clear like what is mm-hmm. actually happening. But I think it just gets lost. 
within everything. Yeah. And I might even be completely wrong on that. Maybe it is the same guy. Maybe, like, something happened and they just got separated. I don't know. Because it wasn't clear. <laughs> we'll see. I unfortunately added that to my poll, so... <laughs> I mean, you could always just take it off. I could. I could. Uh, I'm going to get be... the second <laughs> issue to see if it is any more clear. Okay. But then I am. If it's not, I'm just, I'm done. I can't. I can't do it. It's too much for me. Okay. Okay. All right. So then I have Art Brute. This is issue number four. Uh, this is the last issue. Or is it? <laughs> or is it? Um, but, yeah. Mystery gets solved. I don't know. It's a fun, fun little uh, Maxwell Prince and Martin Morazzo book, and just like yeah, weird art stuff, like funny art puns. Uh, a bad guy that is Andy Warhol, and the baddest guy that is. Oh my god! Just something else. So yeah, it's silly little, <laughs> silly little book. It was fun. Uh, weird, mm -hmm. like, like just you know how their shit is always weird, strange, weird, but I think worth a read. Uh, and then I have All Against All. This is issue number four. Uh, this is by Alex Packendale and then Casper Wingard and then Hassan Atsmane Eluha. Sorry, just fuck that one up. Uh, and this is a weird sci-fi story about. A human who was bred by the these like squid like beings when they after they took over the earth and now he's like out for revenge. I love that art. Yeah, the art is great. The story is like really interesting and I've I've liked like the way it's gone. Um, but there's also just like a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Heart heart not yeah, pretty hard to explain, and just, like I said, just a weird, weird, fun little sci-fi story, like, kind of, like, Tarzan mixed with sci-fi. Okay. If Tarzan was a, in a sci-fi world. Is he not? <laughs> I thought he always was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so next we have Harrower. This is issue number two. This is by Justin Jordan and Brom Revel. Um, this is just a fucking slasher. Mm -hmm. About a, a town's urban legend come to life. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just like these teens dealing, dealing with it, dealing with it or dying. It reminds me a lot of, uh, like, Freddy versus Jason. Like, how in that movie everyone gets killed. Yeah. You know? Like, there's, it's not just like a one at a time type deal. It's like if there's a bunch of people in a group, like... Dead. Yeah. Well, what else is gonna happen? Yeah. I liked the scene where with the head in the basement, like or the top half of the body in the basement, and then, oh like, yeah, when it gets thrown up. Uh, the colors in this book are like phenomenal, like the pinks and blue hues, like the different colors that are used all throughout the book. Um, the the page, this one with like all the blood. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. Or like this like page with yeah. the pinks when it's out in the fire. Yeah. It just, it, it looks great. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it because yeah, it's just like a, it is like a really fun slasher. Like, yeah. It, it really, really is. It's, it's uh, very enjoyable. It's <laughs> issue number two. Yeah. And I think it's going to be five. 
Yeah, that sounds right. Five or six, but of course, you know, we don't research this beforehand, yeah. so we never remember. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just, like, even then, it's just, like, it only needs to be, like, five or six. Yeah, no, most. that's, that's like, it. I mean, you could definitely make, like, a part two, like, anything like this. Yeah, but I feel or like, Or, yeah. like, a prequel to see. Oh, like, when he came the first time? Yeah. Yeah, that would be sick, but it's not necessary. Yeah. It would just be fun. Give us more. Yeah. We're on issue two, but we're... Give us more. more. <laughs> uh, so then next we have Blue Book. This is issue number two. Uh, this is the continuation of the story of Benny... Benny. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that funny, but it made me laugh. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I was trying to say Betty. <laughs> well, I mean Benny is <laughs> Benny. Benny and Barney, so it works. Uh, I just was putting all of their names, like their last name in there too. Uh, Betty and Barney Hill and their experience with an F... An FBI. (laughs) A UFO. And I suppose like some sort of FBI. It's the CIA. They're they're the ones who are doing it. Anyway. (laughs) And the creation of the Blue Book. Yeah, yeah. And then the back half is, I, I don't know, a story about little green kids. Yeah, the green children. Um, it's a, an old English folktale, which it was one of my favorites when I was little. And the and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> because when I was thinking about it, it made me laugh. Because the things that I remember from my childhood always make me laugh. Yeah. Uh, I found this story in a book that I had when I was younger that was about, like, the green man. And, like, it just had stories, like, folk tales and stuff of things that were, like, green. Okay. It was, like, a kid's book. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I remember reading this story when I was little, and I the outfits that were described in there were, you know, exactly, like, the ones that they were wearing here. Yeah. But the reason I liked them so much is because... The kids reminded me of the Jolly Green Giant yeah, no, that's on the can of, like... Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, and I thought that was so funny. So every time my mom would make, like, green beans or whatever, and I would, like, see the can with the man on it, I would think of this story. So, anyway, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it's the story of the green children. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun little book. Um, I feel like it would probably be pick, better picked up in all together not like in a trade but like don't skip out issue to issue Mm -hmm. because i thought it was going to be be a more issue to issue type book that you could get um but like i mean the back half of the stories are don't necessarily need any other context Mm -mm. and i do think it's interesting the stories that they are deciding to like put in there Mm -hmm. because the first one was like a cryptid yeah which i thought went really well like it it worked with what this yeah, series the f- is about but then this one wasn't necessarily a cryptid it was just like a folk tale mm-hmm. which was still cool but I, I was not expecting that yeah yeah all right go ahead okay uh this is night walkers this is issue number three um i am gonna say i'm gonna drop this um i just is there one more issue damn it there might be um, I do really, really enjoy the art for this book. I think it looks really cool. Uh, I still hate the main character. Okay. Um, it's basically uh, vampires. Yes. That are, you know, in this small town that are hunting this group of uh, people who escaped from rehab. 
But for some reason, the, the main character is, of course, the one that's like, I know exactly what to do in these types of situations. Even though she's never been in this type of situation before. She's never fired a gun before, but she's all of a sudden, like, really good at it. I mean, has she, did she say she's never fired yes. a gun? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, but I don't know. It's just... The art is really cool. I like the way that the monsters look. They do this really cool, like, mimicking thing where it seems like they're, like, talking at okay. first. Yeah. But they're really just, like, repeating things that people had said while they were, like, being killed. That's kind of so, interesting. Yeah, yeah, which I thought was, like, really... That was, that's eerie. Yeah. That, like, creeps me out. It reminds me of the, the bear monster thing from Annihilation. Yeah. So I thought that aspect of it was, like, really cool and creepy. But I just... The characters are not... Not my bag, baby. <laughs> Not into them. Yeah. That's two Austin Powers down. Mm. <laughs> yes. Uh, so then next I have Grimm. This is issue number nine. Um, I'm going to finish up this story arc and probably just take this off. But this has just been introducing uh, Jess's mom and then kind of giving, like, trying to get the group back together and figure out what's going on and learning a little bit more about some of the characters. Uh, not, like, a bad book by any means. I just, like, am ready for it to... It just, like, doesn't feel like it's... Like, the story arc is really just kind of tread in water. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and then next I have Black Cloak. This is issue number three. This just continues the mystery of the death of uh fedra i think that's her name it sounds right the art is just so cool yeah uh of the death of her friend and like the prince of fairies her former betrothed yeah um yeah just really little fun mystery i like the dynamics between the main character and her like partner um and yeah the art is really great like the art and colors are really really fun to look at just just good, good looking book. Uh, by Kelly Thompson and Meredith McLaren. Becca Carey does the letters. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mystery detective, mystery fantasy story. A fantasy Columbo. A fantasy Columbo. <laughs> yes. That's so. That's what we'll call it from now on. All right. So now we have Kaya. This is issue number six. Uh, this is kind of a little in between issue for you to pick up if you haven't been reading before um and this kind of tells the story of kaya's arm yeah how she got this magical Mm -hmm. arm and uh it also gives you a good introduction to like her mom and uncle Mm -hmm. um who her uncle is the one who like trained her essentially yeah yeah kind of was more of a parent to her than than her mama was so I really liked him. I thought he was a good character. Yeah. He sacrificed a lot just to help her. Yeah, and it just, like, the colors in this issue were really great. Mm-hmm. Like, just the difference because of it being told in the past was was really cool. Yeah, I, I love when books do that, when you can tell it's, a, like, a flashback. Mm-hmm. And it just looks so cool. Because it does have, like, the present and stuff, which is cool. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize... That, like, I knew it when I was reading it, but yeah. I wasn't, like, paying attention yeah, to, like, like, the colors and say, stuff. Yeah, they used to colors to, like, just travel back and forth through time. It was really great. Uh, and then there's, like, a little backup story, like, real random backup story by Al Gotha. Gotha. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like the art there. Yeah, it looks really, so good. The story was really fun. Just, like, a little 
Kaya beaten up stuff story. It's or... their own little adventure. <laughs> like not necessarily beating anything up but kind of um and i think we mentioned this the last time that this came out this particular issue is not going to be included in the trade at mm -hmm. all you can only get it as a single issue so if you read this make sure you yes, pick it up yeah if you want that for it, yeah if, if it's something you're interested in anyway <laughs> Uh, then next we have Earth Divers, Kill Columbus. This is issue number six. I'll let Heather take this over. Yeah, this is uh, the end of this first story arc here. Everything kind of comes full circle. Uh, you discover, like, what... I can never remember their names, and I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, the guy who went back in time to kill Columbus has been having a hell of a time, but he uh, finally kind of succeeds in his quest yeah. while the people he left in the future were doing their own kind of investigations and they're discovering like what exactly happened because yeah. of the event that took place. Um, yeah, I, I love this story. It's so good. Yeah, I do, I do love the idea of, like, even though you try to change something, it's, like, it's always kind of going to backfire. Yeah, yeah, especially because, I mean, I think the reason I liked that in this is because, like, it took him so long to do it, so technically it still happened. Yeah, yeah. While he did succeed with what he was supposed to do, it didn't happen soon enough, so it didn't prevent anything from, like, yeah. not happening. True, true. So... Yeah. It was good, yeah. This again, the last issue of this uh, story arc, and I'm not sure when it's coming back. Did it say? I don't know if it did say. I just know that it is coming back. Yeah. For some reason, maybe it was another. Yeah, October 2023. Okay, I was like, okay. I swear one of them said it when it was, but so it will be back later this year. I think yeah, it's about when it started too. So. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I have uh, Frank. Frazetta is Death Dealer. This is issue number 10. Hell yeah, baby. Hell yeah. Um, and this one, uh, Kerr and Death Dealer and the Wizard rescue the baby that Death Dealer killed on accident. Yeah. So they finally rescue the baby, but then they discover that like him killing the baby was actually supposed to happen, and it was like a setup from his mom. Oh, wow. It was a twist. <laughs> it was a twist I wasn't actually expecting. Yeah. Um, but there's there's more that goes with it and stuff. Um, there's a lot of, like, naked ladies and stuff in here. Uh, love that page. That the, page looks great. Yeah, yeah the art nice. is still, like, really cool. I, I really, really enjoy this story. So um, I guess we'll see what happens when it comes back. Because I believe this was the last issue of this story arc as well. Okay. And I don't know if they're going to be doing the, uh, like they did between where they had like two extra issues oh, yeah, and stuff. Oh yeah, nice one chance. Yeah, we'll see. Thank um, you. Okay, so then I have, <laughs> I have Danger Street. This is issue number four. Uh, this just continues the story of Lady Cop trying to figure out the, who killed one of the the kids in this gang the gang trying to get the guy and then this whole other group of people who are kind of controlling like media and like the dynamics between certain people i know there's a lot going on here 
I love that cover. Cover is great. Yeah, it looks really cool. Cover is fantastic. Wait, hold on. Hold that back up again. Go back that way. Turn it a little that way. There you go. Sick. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Anyway, art's art's really good in this book. Um, Like I said last time, I think it's just like, there's a lot of characters, a lot of characters I don't really know. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, a lot for me to, like, try to, like, keep up on. Tom King has a lot of books coming out soon. I know. Like, uh, I was talking to Wendy about it when I was in there the other day because we were trying to remember what Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman, Batman, Brave and the Bold. Yeah. Um, there's something else. Yeah, there was another one that I had seen because I was looking it up because Wonder Woman is the one I was thinking of. But yeah. I like, couldn't think of what it was. Damn it. And I, I know that, like, I know there was one more because mm-hmm. I remember, like, thinking about it. I mean, yeah. There's, it, it's interesting, and I, I did put myself on those books, too. I think I'm going to do Wonder Woman, for sure, I feel like. Because I don't, I, Historia is the only one that I've really read. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to read more Wonder Woman, but I just. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't, I think I might have just special ordered that one. Mm-hmm. But I know I ordered Batman Brave and the Bold just because that sounded like it was going to be fun in general. Yeah, I got I added that too. I got super excited because <laughs> I was like, Dan Mora in his writing debut? <laughs> you know I'm going to support our boy yeah, Mora. I'm going to yeah. do it. And then him and Mark Wade are mm-hmm. going to be doing that Shazam book, which mm-hmm. will be be great. Um, but yeah, god damn, I want to remember what that other Tom King book is. I thought if we talked about it for a minute, Look it up be, real quick. I'd be able to expel it from my brain. See, and that's what happened to me when I was trying to think of Wonder Woman, and I know that there is another one, but I can't think of what it is either. And it might be just like... It might be just be thinking about like Danger Street or something. No, because there it was... Uh, that's going to be t- so hard to find. I don't know the best way to go about that. You we guys probably I'm, have to look up like DC Connect. Oh, and part of me is like, what if I just went to Previews World and went to the most recent catalog? Because I feel like that had, oh, new catalog is out. I forgot. Mm-hmm. I went through it yesterday. There's only like four books in there that I was interested in. <sighs> God, it sucks. Um... I have to log into Pullbox. Why is this such a... We'll do it. We'll figure it out someday. And we'll Uh, let you know. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Okay, so then I guess we'll just move on to our next (laughs) book then. Uh, This is Batman, uh, Superman, World's Finest. Uh, This is issue number 13. This is really chugging along. I was say, yeah, I can't believe it's already been 13 yeah, issues. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, Dan Mora's back on the art. Mm-hmm, looks great. And this is a story about Metamorpho. Mm-hmm. And, like, a little mystery around Metamorpho's life. Jimmy Olsen uh, looks fucking great. Looks yeah, where's so that good. page? That one page with him. This, this one. one. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it looks so good. so good. Here, I'll just show it to everybody. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, Dan Moore's art in this book is just, like, phenomenal. I love, like, the way the characters look. It really reminds me of, like, I know, watching a cartoon. This panel. It's so good. Yeah. I'm so glad. I, it wasn't that I disliked the other artist that was, like, on it or mm-hmm. whoever else worked on it, but, like, Dan Mora. That's who we want. We love him. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, it's just, uh, can't say enough good things about Dan Morrow. Or that book, because it's just, like, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, there hasn't been one issue, even that one, like, filler where they're just on their date. Mm-hmm. That was still fun. Mm-hmm. Like, the, it didn't have anything to do with, like, the stories. It was just, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. All right, so then next we have Batman, uh, One Bad Day, Ra's al Ghul. This is by Tom Taylor and Ivan Rees and Danny Mickey. Um, this is just, uh, and Brand Anderson. Man, Brad Anderson, you're on here too. You do the colors, and mm-hmm. Wes Abbott does the letters. Uh, it looks great. I, I, I would say the book looks like mm-hmm. phenomenal. Like I love the way everybody's faces look. Um, Ra's al Ghul looks like very fucking cool. Yeah, his eyebrows looks evil as hell. <laughs> um, but yeah, he just decides to kill a bunch of heads of corporations who are polluting the earth and killing people. And he decides to murder Batman so that he can, you know, make sure that he doesn't interfere with that. Fair. <laughs> and that, and that's that's what that book is about. Mm-hmm. It just, and I guess he does have a bad day at the very, kind of at the, the very end. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a too terrible of a day. No, honestly. not compared to like anyone else who they've been going through. Up until <laughs> yeah, it's just know? like my bad day is I killed Batman and was able to murder a bunch of people and then eventually had to like kill myself because, spoilers, I'm spoiling the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> I gotta kill myself, quotation marks, so that Batman will leave me alone. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty bad day when you have to take your own life. True, true. But like, when at that, like he just gets resurrected again, and he gets a puppy when he gets resurrected. Look, there are sacrifices we all have to make. <laughs> he like, he knew what he was doing. Here's your here's your puppy, dude. Here's your happy ending. Bad day, put his dog down and decides to murder a bunch of people. Anyway, that's Batman One Bad Day. Yeah, can't say that I blame him. Um, <laughs> all right, this is a, another Frank Frazetta book. This is Dawn Attack, issue number three. Uh, this one is only going to be five issues, so I, cool. Uh, he also has like four other books that are going to be coming out soon. I think I did see that. Because there's a Mothman one, uh, Tales of Science Fiction. Okay, so there's two. Those are the only two I remember. Okay, for some reason I thought there was another one. I feel like there is, but I just can't remember what it's called. Um, But of course I'm getting them all because I just, I love these books. Um, But the tales of science fiction is going to be like... Of course I'm getting them all. (laughs) Look at the sucker. Of course. Of course. Um, Okay, so this issue, uh, Dawn makes it to the planet where she was getting the signal from her father and she ends up running into her father, which is this naked confused man right here um she discovers that the reason he never came back is because he felt like he had let them down because he wasn't able to get like any allies to help them Mm -hmm. so instead he just decided to stay there okay join the people there you know why not it's smart um but then in the middle of the night their their camp gets ambushed (laughs) and they're fighting I just need you guys, if you're looking, um, that's her armor. It's helpful. That's what she's fighting in. Less than what she wears normally. 
<laughs> which was confusing. Whatever. Who am I? I've never fought a battle before. I don't know. Um, Less clothes makes you more agile. There's that creepy picture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's like it's a fun story because there's also like while she's on this planet, she has her uh, boyfriend, her long-term boyfriend, who used to be uh, a, her a, long-term boyfriend. <laughs> they've been together since they were like children. Um, but he used to be a prince. But when everything, like, happened and, like, their kingdom fell apart or whatever, he gave up everything and was like, I'm going to just protect her the whole time. So him and his sister, who is, like, super smart and is the one who fixed the ship so that Don can get away, they're also trying to find a way to get to her to, like, help her. (laughs) So I think I prefer their story because she's naughty. (laughs) She's, like, she's a rotten little girl and she does whatever she wants and she doesn't care. She's like, let me test out these new tools. It's fun. That's all I care about in that book. Gotcha. <laughs> um, so then I have Punisher. This is issue number 10. Uh, we're just we're just going. He's almost filled with the... Filled all the way up with the god. Even though I feel like in Daredevil he was already filled up with the god. That's why he could ride the dragon. But what, what do I know? Um... Good flashbacks with Maria. Like, I really just, like, I really like the those ones. Like, these flashbacks the most with her. Because uh, it kind of, like... Is that the art for the flashbacks? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. I yeah. like that. It was, like, the uh, Azateka art mm-hmm. is really good for the flashbacks. And she's just kind of realizing that she was, like, well, maybe I kind of do love the fact that he's, like, would beat somebody to death. Um... <laughs> It's hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it's just like the this fucking page where this guy gets his face smashed in and like how he's cutting. Through I it. okay from that panel, it looked like he just bit all that off. I was no, pretty just like head butted in okay. the face. That makes more sense. Uh, yeah, just some wild shit. And at the end, Frank is like, "I'm I'm gonna be done killing people. I'm gonna go back to my wife. I'm finally I'm, my wife. My wife." <laughs> I'm finally going, I'm done killing. I'm going back to my My wife. wife. (laughs) I hope he does tell the Avengers that. Like, that's how he says it. No, I'm done killing. Don't worry about me. Well, at the end, then Captain America is like, no, you're not going back home to your wife. Your wife. Uh, No, I'm just imagining him saying that, and I'm in love. Anyway, that's that's Punisher. That was one I rambled about. Weird, 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 weird little story. Mm-hmm. I, it's like I don't hate it. I don't. It's like I don't really like super like it, but I at least in, like I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. The art is really the cool. art's really cool. Like it's a little like. Like I said, the backstory with Maria stuff, like that stuff, has been like really interesting. Um... But yeah, other than that, it's just kind of like, eh, you're just a god, god stuff. Just god stuff. Weird god stuff. And then next we have Immoral X-Men. This is issue number two, part six of uh, Sins of Sinister. And neither one of us have read this. Mm-hmm. I went to open it the other day and I, I was still sick and I was like, I, this is too much we for me right it. now. Yeah. 
And I'm still waiting on the Sins of Sinister so that I can read that and then I'll be able to read the rest of what's going on. I see a nipple. <laughs> Love it. Look, right there. Why was that necessary to draw? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I didn't tell. That's why I said I see a nipple. <laughs> Quite strange. It's like, can I see another one? <laughs> just how, examining page. How close to the page do I have to look? Uh, and then next we have House of Slaughter. This is issue number 13. Um, Heather didn't get a chance to read this. Apparently. Just discovered this a little bit ago. I did not read this. Um, you can talk about it, though. I was just going to say that uh, what's Jace is still looking after Sunny or trying to find Sunny. Uh, Sunny has gotten to the house of Butcher, and they're kind of, like, bringing him into the folds, and, yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. You kind of learn about, like, who the ravens belong to as well. Okay. Which, when I was in New Orleans, there were a lot of ravens. Did not realize that there were a lot of ravens down there. I was like, oh, that's a big crow. Yeah, it's the raven capital of the USA. <laughs> I was like, that's not that's not a crow. Oh, goodness. All right, so then next we have Nature's Labyrinth. This is issue number four. Mm-hmm. This is like, this book is really fun. Yeah, I really enjoy this, like how violent it is. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. It reminds me a little bit of that movie. I'm sure we've talked about it. The Hunt. Oh, I don't. The one with where it's like, is that the Republican one? Yeah, which that was a lot of fun. And having Dennis Reynolds as a Republican, (laughs) like who is paying to have these, is like one of the most like character accurate things I've ever seen, even though it has nothing to do with It's Always Sunny. It like, when I saw him, I was like, okay, that makes sense. (laughs) Who else is in that movie? Who's like the main... The main lady. Ugh, Hilary Swain. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I couldn't, couldn't remember. But yeah, uh, just people trying to survive a maze and each other. And mm-hmm. killing whoever <laughs> gets to the end wins. And then you also discover, like, uh, what kind of is going on? That, that yeah. Was like, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, I was very confused for a minute. And then it made sense. Yeah. I just, uh, dynamics are really good. Mm-hmm. Art's really great. Are we ready to move on? Yes. Okay, we've been blowing through these. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we have Little Monsters. This is issue number 11. Um, everybody's finding out what's happening. Mm-hmm. You get... Who's the character? What's this guy's name again? I, Lucas. You get Lucas's like little backstory, mm-hmm. um, which just really bummed me out. I got, I, none of them are like happy backstories, no, yeah, necessarily, no. but... like. Anything that has to do with the Berlin Wall, just always, like, (laughs) I don't like it. Um, But, yeah, you, uh, it's coming to an end. It feels like it. I mean, all the threads right now are, like, connecting with all of the vampire kids finding out that, like, the elders are actually gone and Mm -hmm. that uh, Remy Mm -hmm. has been, like, lying to them and that, and then, like, the human girl finding out finding her other human with the billy billy character i think that's so sad i don't like it so it's like everybody's kind of coming to like their final place i feel like at least like another story arc yeah 
Especially, yeah, because they're using the the kid as bait. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, once the other, the naughty vampires discover that the human is missing, they're going to be doing their own hunting and stuff. There's something about this book that I like so much. I don't know, like, that made me really sad for her. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the art's really great. The the story's, like, it's interesting. I think it can be a little, like, slow Mm -hmm. at, at parts, but I think it's doesn't take away that like how good the story itself is Mm -hmm. and I do think it took a while for it to get to this point where I'm like truly interested Mm -hmm. in it because I did like it from the beginning but there was something just like not quite there yeah for a majority of it and now that like I feel like it's this particular story arc where everything like made sense and is like coming together and then you get to know each of the kids characters and stuff and yeah yeah <clears throat> it's just I really enjoy a little vampire story. <laughs> All right, then last we have Behold Behemoth. This is issue number four. Uh, this is by Tate Rumble and Nick Robles. This wraps up the next issue. I believe so. Yeah, because you get all of. I don't know what that symbol means. <laughs> is that to be continued or to be concluded? <laughs> it's a symbol for sure. <clears throat> I feel like I feel like there was one more issue. Um, this is giving you just, like, more pieces of, like, the backstory and how, uh, Gray came into knowing that he's, like, the, what's it called? The Watcher or whatever. Yeah, the Watcher for this particular behemoth. Um, kind of learning, like, just how this affects him and, Mm -hmm. like, the consequences of that. And then you also see him kind of, like, break from all of the pressure of everything. Yeah, and the realization that there's really nothing he can do to, like, <laughs> protect her. Yeah. Because of the behemoth and stuff. Yeah, I I like the uh, where everything's going now. I forget what the word is called, so just... I have a, <laughs> a weird brain. <laughs> nothing is working. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good little story. I'm interested to see, like, how... I feel like it would. It's gonna have has to have another story arc again, because mm-hmm. it would be weird to like end it with just one one issue mm-hmm. left. Like I feel like they could do it, but it would just feel like too too rushed. Yeah, yeah, same, same. Especially oh. with like how the story has been evolving in the last couple issues. Like we've been getting a little bit more at a time, but in this one, we just we finally get it all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I think it's worth a, worth a read. I mean, Nick Robles' art's really, really mm. good, if nothing else. Great to look at. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, that was our last book. I don't, I don't really have anything. I'm still kind of recovering from sickness, so. Yeah, I don't really have anything. So, you know, take care of yourself. Be good. Uh, we should be back to, like, some regular recording now because it's back from vacation. And mm-hmm. I think that was it. But yeah, that was my sleep schedule is finally like back on track. (laughs) We've got you. We'll Mm -hmm. we'll record on a normal basis now. Uh, But we appreciate you listening. So go support your local comic book stores and shops and uh, go buy some comics. Mm -hmm. Maybe some of the ones we talked about if you would like. Uh, Go to your local library and check out some graphic novels and stuff or books, whatever Mm -hmm. you would like. Um, Take care of your friends love each other support each other um 
We appreciate you supporting us. Are there any last minute words? Yeah, don't forget to like write to your senators and all that kind of stuff and fight against like everything that's like happening in the world and more particularly in Nebraska because it's bullshit. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, maybe you should like figure it out. Because if I start talking about it, I'm going to get very upset. <laughs> uh, yes, I do agree. Just uh, check out like what sort of laws are being passed and make sure you are aware and if you can make your voice heard uh so yeah thanks thanks for listening we'll see you on the flippity flip